Hello, everybody. Um, long time no listen, talk to. Um, <laughs> I don't really know the right way to um, phrase that, but welcome to season 1.5 slash 2 of Not Fit for the Final. The most as- consistently on-time <laughs> recorded podcast in the history of the internet. Maybe we'll be better this season. Maybe. We're starting off strong. I have high starting hopes. Starting off on the first sneak peek episode. Um, we will be delayed uh, for the first episode, but um, you know, Good job. we're going to try our best. Go team. We're going to try our best. Um, as usual, I'm Emily. I'm Lindsay. And today we will be chatting about season 37 of The Challenge titled Spies, Lies, and Allies. We believe it's the second part of maybe to double three. agents. Yeah. Yeah. To double agents. Usually they do. Honestly, worst name. Worst name they've ever had. It's the worst. It sounds someone, like it sounds like a Nickelodeon show. Like this is literally bad. It, so someone did digging on like Instagram or Twitter or whatever, and apparently this was in the trailer for yeah. Double Agents. All three words appear in yeah. the trailer for Double Agents, but it's still a stupid name. Oh no, absolutely! But people think it was like an Easter egg. They should have like, just called guys, it Double Agents not- Two or War of the Worlds Three, as I'm coming to find out through watching the promo the episode sneak peek. Yeah. Yeah, we don't. Anyway, anyway, MTV is not setting itself up to, for us to have high hopes no. for this season. Um, little background on the season: it is season thirty-seven, which is we are getting up there, people. We are getting up there. We are about to be forty. We are about to be forty years old, guys. Getting old. Um, yes, but so it's titled "Spies, Lies, and Allies." It premieres officially on Wednesday, August 11th at 8 p.m. Eastern. Um, but the sneak peek aired ep- episode aired tonight at, uh, which today is Monday, August 9th. That yeah. went on live at 8 p.m. Eastern as well, which kind of intriguing. Um, we're in that primetime slot for Wednesdays anyway, which is nice. Didn't um, stop but- you from missing it, but. Correct, absolutely, everybody. I did indeed miss the sneak peek episode. I do blame Lindsay because she did not text me to let me know it was happening. I'm sorry, and I forgot knows- that I'm your secretary. My ADHD brain, it just doesn't stick. Mm-hmm. You literally would have to tattoo it on my hand, not my forehead, but my hand, um, because that's the only way I would remember anything. True. Um, but this season, similar to last season, is going to be 19 episodes, which is going to be brutal yet again. It's too many. That's This is why, like, yes, it was mostly because we got busy, which is why season one kind of died, but it was also because there was too many, there was too many episodes. Like, I was, like, done. I was like, okay, I'm checked out. I'm over this. Like, it's, there's too much. They're all, they also, weren't they long? Like, they were longer, right? They were an hour and a half or were they an they hour? Were, no, they yeah, were they were an hour and a half episodes and there was so many of them. And it was even worse because, like, you ha- had a bajillion partnerships, but you were only eliminating one partner each week. So it took 17 years to, and then they went to the final with, like, 400 people still. So I don't know. I just, it was too many. So hopefully they'll eliminate an entire team during eliminations this season because I cannot handle that again yeah hope I I don't know I feel like the challenge is slowly learning they're slowly picking they had a, they had their like golden era back X's two rivals three ish era and then they've been going downhill since like war of the worlds dirty 30 I think was my last I've said this on the podcast a million times before but it all was downhill after dirty 30 yeah I mean this couple of seasons after that final reckoning whatever had some teeny bits glimmers of hope no um but i do think they're starting to listen to what people want but we're back 19 episodes um and it was shot in croatia so i'm under the impression that means it's nice there it's warm we're not in the freezing cold anymore yeah i mean right that's they were still all they were in like 
fall clothes i would say like they didn't look like they were freezing their butts off they weren't in like puffy coats or anything like that like tori basically was not wearing clothes but like some of them were in like long sleeve suits but weren't like sweating so i think that it's like brisk at this point in the season it might like warm up as it goes on i forget kind of when this was filmed um but yeah it's not ice cold but it's definitely not it's it's no costa rica it's no thailand (laughs) but it'll do it'll do america nothing like that but that's okay and it looks like they're gonna use the pool which does mean it's warm enough to swim so i'll take that all right that's all we can ask for guys that's all we can ask for um it's been confirmed that this season begins with partners. Uh, we com- absolutely confirm. We knew this before the sneak peek uh, episode, but this the sneak peek episode did confirm it. Um, yes, it did. So I, but I, we've heard also that it's going to change. The game will change and evolve with TJ's many plot twists as it goes on. So it's possible we may end up with teams of four, single player. We don't know. We don't really. Possible know I sure. may end up crying like I did on War of the Worlds one when they broke up the partners. But I'm good. Just saying. No. <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> what a nap. But so the cast has 34 people in it. It We have 19 rookies. Too many. That's a lot of rookies. Um, Too many. But some of them for me aren't rookies because I know them from Survivor. Um, That's the Michaela, yeah, the Michaela, Tom, and Michelle trio I'm more than familiar with. Um, so they don't feel like rookies to me. Um, even though they are but yeah everyone else it's not even like like when there used to be are you the one rookies I had seen them at least for one season of a television show but like I've never watched Survivor Romania I've never watched 12 dates of Christmas whatever the hell that is so uh, Survivor Turkey yeah Love so Island Germany they're Paradise like Hotel Sweden Paradise yeah um can we, Warsaw Shore can we just <laughs> I cannot but yeah so they're from random places that we've obviously never seen before and they're from all over the globe so they're like not just rookies they're like strangers almost yeah. so it's kind of crazy i'm not necessarily opposed to having people from outside obviously the us or us reality tv but when you have 19 of them and none of these rookies are from mtv shows like literally like none of them half of the are so-called from- vets aren't from mtv anymore we have right. what and so Ashley, Anissa, CT, Corey, Devin, Nani, Nani, and Amanda. That's like it. And did you say Devin? Oh, yeah. I I don't remember. I think I said Devin. Yeah. But still, it's, I mean, it's a good majority, I feel like, of the vets, but it's not, it's nothing close to what it used to be. No, most of the quote unquote vets are either Nam, who's been on one season in his life, or. Big Brother, so it's like a little weird to call them. And then you have even. Yeah. I complain about this every year because back in the day, you weren't considered a vet until you'd done like three seasons. Like you could yeah. be on the rookie team for a show, literally called the rookies, but you had been there before. Like because one season, especially a season like what, Nan didn't do anything. He didn't do. He did not no. win one challenge. He didn't go into one elimination. How can you call that a vet? Yeah, he just pissed off his partner the whole time. Well, his partner pissed him off a little bit more. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, prize money is still a million dollars as usual. This is getting less jaw dropping as the seasons move forward. Yeah, I miss when they used to break it up. Like, I know I liked when it like wasn't even that much money. That was amazing I liked when it was me. literally like fifty thousand dollars. Like third place got like five bucks. <laughs> Here, go buy some fast food. Yeah, go buy. <laughs> this is shopping. for the plane ride like, home. Yeah. No. 
Um, we do have a winner returning. CT is returning. No Amber, um, but though she was but, an alternate. But is there? You've watched the super trailer, yes? Correct. Of Amber course. is in the house. So this, and we do know, we, we do know she was an alternate for this season. So, so somebody either leaves or gets the injured. boot or is injured because, and it's got to be a girl because Amber B makes her way into this house and there's some drama revolving her and Fessy or some nonsense. I don't know. There's so, drama involving. I'm so something... upset Fessy is back. I'm so why, upset. Why is he here? You know what's shaking me? So you didn't see this, um, but this is, I guess we can sort of jump into stuff that started to happen um, in the episode. They just showed me, not you, because you forgot. Um, so I'm telling you as much as I am recapping, but there was a point. So basically... The plot summary was we had U.S. show up, all of our U.S. Um, agents, party in the house a little bit, get to know each other a little bit. Then TJ says, put on your uniforms and get out of here. And they go somewhere mysterious. Then all of our global agents come in. Notice the house has been slightly lived in, which is a little weird. Hmm. Um, and then eventually they get called to a TV monitor where TJ says, tomorrow morning, you're going to go rescue your partners. And then when they go back in the house, this is where it starts to get interesting. There's two briefcases and they're full of folders that have quote unquote files um, of the US agents. And so this is where I got shook because there are still like, so people like Kyle and Big T like during this were sort of the spirit guides for the like rookie rookies who were like here's who you want to look out for here's who would be a good partner for you like this is the file here's who to steer clear of exactly and somehow like even with kyle and bt there and some of these rookies saying that they went back and watched last season specifically a bunch of the girls still want fessy i'm like did you are you lying about having watched last season or are you just dense or is he just too hot for you to think critically because He's literally the worst. Did you partner. forget who his partner was? Literally More the worst partner. In the Did you forget of the game. who his partner was? He the best ta- partner. He take exactly. He takes the best girl in the house, the one that all the guys during this segment are saying we want, to the final, yep. and blows it because he refuses to. He down. Did Casey get injured? Would they have probably been able to go on? No. But regardless of that, we'll never know because Fessy's a big baby. Couldn't even eat anything is not encouraging towards his partners, is actually abusive towards his partners. And for some reason, all these knucklehead girls still want him as a partner. Absolutely not. I just don't, I kind of want it to be same gender partners. That's what I want. I miss that. I really do miss that. We haven't had it in a while and I don't know, we might get it. I I also wonder, I also wonder though, I know it's not going to be I know it's not going to be same sex because um in some of the like promo videos where they were like rate the rookies mm. whatever a few people revealed who their partners are at least from the get-go I have them okay. in the notes on my phone which is not on my person at this present moment um but I'll pull it out at some point so we do know that it is opposite I see okay that's good to know I it just they haven't I don't know but maybe that might change later down the line um, I wonder when they do those little interviews with those that we've been seeing kind of on like the official MTV Instagram and on Twitter and, you know, stuff like that. I wonder when they do like the rate the rookie, blah, 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 like how long they must do it pretty quickly. It, it looks to like, get a, a, like a morning two vibe to me now that I've seen this episode too, because by yeah. the time, uh, by the time the UK cars got to the house, it was dark. 
Okay. Um, in all of these interviews it's daylight. So it must have been the next morning because it's they were like very first impression impressions. So yeah. I think it's the next morning. I was gonna say it might even be the morning after that if I uh they go, they save their partners, they go back to the house, they have a party, whatever, and then yeah. you know, as it is on the challenge. But I'm trying to think have, this must mean that partners are predetermined as I well. Have, I have the three that got confirmed during those. Okay, yeah, I'll read them out, read them out. Um, Emmanuel Detective. and Casey. Uh, I forget which one of them said that, but one of them like referred to the other one as their partner. Um, Anissa and Logan. Anissa definitely is the one who said that. And okay. then Tommy from Survivor and Big T. Now, I don't know if those partners stick for however long or whatever it is, um, but those were all mentioned in those like pre-pre-promo videos. So... Right. that's a little well, I mean, insight that, yeah like i said these mtv's probably crafted i wonder what this first challenge is going to look like where they save their partner is it going to be pick a name out of a hat is it going to be this is your partner go get them like I, we haven't seen it, yeah it, it looks super reminiscent of like the rivals three one where they had to like <laughs> go dig up their partner based on their birthday or whatever yep. um but they knew who their partner was supposed was to be, time? or at least they were like, they didn't know who was under the sand, but they like had a lane. So I am curious, like, do you have to solve a puzzle to get a key and then you can go? Cause it looks like the US people were like in handcuffs. So okay. it's like, do you solve a puzzle, you get a key, it will unlock any of them and you go pick which one to unlock. So it's first come first serve. I think that's like most likely, um, okay. but who knows, who knows? That would be interesting. It'll be nice to see. Um, let's chat really quick about who we are excited for this season. In terms of vets, I'm obviously very happy to see CT return. He seems like he is on track to be, continue this winning streak to really prove that he still has what it takes. He he looks like he's out for blood, which I love. I'm excited, to be honest, to watch Devin join the Big Brother Alliance. Um, he mentioned this in the like aftermath show with Devin, Simone. Um, and then also you see it in this... Um, promo it starts it's the car the way the cars are set up it's josh and fessy and devin sitting in the middle of the two of them in the back of the car so it cuts to it and like all the background music cuts out it's like dead silent and devin just goes so about that big brother sucks thing because <laughs> he's literally jammed in between <laughs> these two massive dudes in the back of, of a course. car and so then well, they which want to rip him to shreds exactly they end up having a conversation and he's like it, it's so stupid for us to waste our time tearing like each other apart when there's going to be all these like rookies that like want to kill us so like i'm in the big brother alliance now i guess and fessy and josh were like all right i wonder if it's going to be like a johnny and west thing from yeah. two seasons ago where yeah. nobody really knew until it was too late and I think I, that could be really powerful I think because it's Devin and Josh involved it won't be kept a secret because neither one of them has ever kept their mouths shut ever in their lives um are you How drinking water out of an MTV cup right now so on I brand. am wait that's so fitting oh my that. god wow Sorry, guys. it's almost like this podcast is sponsored by MTV sorry Tori and Anissa can I just not. join you can it be a four-person yeah, podcast let's try Tori Anissa I'm DMing Tori right now. I'll get Anissa. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm very excited. I'm excited to see Devin return though too. I hate Devin as a person, but what he adds to the show is just pure entertainment. It's reminiscent of old challenge. It's awesome. Speaking of entertaining potsters, we're excited to see come back. How about Amanda coming back? I never thought she'd come back. I thought she was done. I feel like I didn't, I haven't seen enough of Amanda. She's been in how many seasons now? Three, this has right? got to no. be like her fifth or sixth. Okay. So I was gonna say, I was gonna say three or four. So that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. I we haven't seen her in a while. She hasn't been on since war of the worlds. Um, so it's been a hot minute. 
And yeah. like you said, you thought she was done. Like she just on Twitter was like, I hate like MTV. I hate the challenge. I hate everyone that's on it. Like you're all the worst, but she would watch every season and tweet mean things about them. So she Band clearly behavior. still was interested, but I'm really, really happy, especially like with Nelson and Ashley, like this is a mm -hmm. real, like not necessarily like obviously not old school challenge, not even like mid school challenge. This is like the cutting edge of the new school that happened before we started bringing in from outside the real world and are you yep. the one like this was like the first class of new kids so these are the mm -hmm. ones that really can carry the torch i mean we obviously have ct and anisa still but let's be real they're reaching the end of their rope here but people like corey and nelson and amanda and ashley they're the ones who are going to hold down like the real world aspect of it even though nelson Absolutely, and amanda yeah. come from already the one but close enough still they're yeah exactly close enough and then i mean i'm just excited to see ashley come back i hope she gets a redeeming moment from last season we barely saw her and she's just so much fun in the house so i'm just excited to hopefully see her come back yeah we do see in the promo um we see nani really trying to rally the troops and keep the vets solid because she knows that they're going to be outnumbered and so you see her um talking to amanda talking to ashley saying let's Let's like I'm excited to see you guys here. I know we've never worked together before, but let's give it a shot. Mm -hmm. They're I think they're really falling back on that old challenge theory of, of fuck the rookies. Let's get rid of them. We're done. Like, this is vets. I feel until like it's we less... have the, either the uh, the layups and the ones who actually deserve to be here. Until it's those two groups left, rookies, rookies, rookies. That seems to be like... the play point here. The idea of play here. I feel like because of the numbers though that script has flipped a little bit like it can't so much be a let's get rid of the rookies first it's more of a let's hang on until the rookies no longer outnumber us and then we can do what we're gonna do right because exactly the vets don't stand a shot if they start doing what you know they've been doing on the past like five seasons which is going after each other when the rookies have no beef coming in because they're brand mm -hmm. new so they're, they're from a million gonna, different shows right they're not going to beef with each other they're just going to let the vets tear each other apart so nani right here spearheading the charge is smart because the vets she's right the vets cannot afford to tear each other apart they have to stick together yep exactly um let's talk about rookies we're excited for personally obviously michelle survivor we saw Nat we saw Natalie last season. We're I've been waiting for Michelle for season. years. Years I've been waiting for this. I wish Natalie came back. I I know obviously she had personal things going on that she mentally wasn't ready for it. But and it, she almost made it sound like she's kind of done with reality TV in general, which makes me scared. But yeah. I really want her to come back. I and I think that if Michelle can hold on this season, prove herself like the way that Natalie did, I think it'll be awesome. Tommy has said um on social media that he doesn't plan on making a career of this. He's like, I'm a big boy. Like this is gonna, be, I just wanna try it. I'm gonna try every experience I have. It's gonna be a one and done. So this people is our said, one- People said they didn't like that. People were upset about that one. I know, but this is our one shot, I think, to see Tommy. So I'm gonna enjoy every second of it that I can and then cry um, if he gets eliminated, so. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. He seems kind of, I'm sure, I, I bet you he makes it a little halfway maybe and then they give him the boot. But. I think out of the three um, U.S. Survivor players, Michelle has the best shot at going deeper mm -hmm. because they're all on a similar level when it comes to being like a physical threat and a challenge threat. Michelle's the puzzle master. Um, yep. But when it comes to the game, I don't think Michaela and Tommy, I mean, Tommy, when he played Survivor, his game was very, very social, but I don't think that the two of them have the chops to 
keep themselves from being a target in the challenge house purely by being a trio of survivor players whereas michelle's social game is a little bit like scary sneaky so she might be able to skate by where michaela and tommy aren't able to even when i watched her in the one of the most recent seasons of survivor where she almost where she won or almost won which was it winners at war um, winners at war is the one that you just saw her in she had a very good game yeah yeah she got into she got very close yeah she got very close to the end though and i just remember watching that season of survivor because i hadn't watched survivor in years and i watched that season and i was like she plays this a social game that you see on the challenge like even on survivor her social game is very cunning and it's very selfish but it doesn't appear that way it appears very alliance-based which is very challenge-esque so i'm excited to see her play her social game in this show and then for uh, i'm excited to see some of the you know outs like um outside of the u.s people i don't know any of them i'm hyped for team nigeria just from like the intro the three of them in the car were just vibes absolute vibes okay like tasha just like i don't know with the shades on and like the colorful jacket like they just seem so cool esther seems like she has like a a deep grasp of the game that like you don't expect out of a rookie but like from her confessionals i was like i think esther's on to something here but and then you know kills is just handsome so I'm, 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 I'm ready for Team Nigeria, I think. Well, I mean, Kels was on too hot to handle UK. So exactly. That makes, that makes sense. <laughs> um, yeah, no, people we are not excited to see. To be honest Cassie. with you, I, exactly. You said it before I could even get it. Out get of him out. Mouth. Why is he here? Why, for what, like, did anybody else, like we said earlier, watch last season? Did we not see him throw a hissy fit over the most challenging, right. iconic part of that final? how did you not know that was like like, how did you think you were gonna get away with it without we roll it back we roll it back to last time we saw someone act like that in the final it was x's two and it was jay refusing to Mm -hmm. drink his fish beer like jay just drink it and so it cost him and jenna like the because that was one of those where only three teams went to the final so all you have to do is finish all you have to do is finish and you're getting the third place prize and he wouldn't drink his fish guts and we never saw him again where where is that energy with fessy where is I that just, energy? What happened to TJ hates quitters? Does he only hate quitters that aren't fessy? Like, I'm pissed. I am so I, unbelievably pissed. Like, see, did they cut him slack because Casey was hurt? I don't know. I don't want him here. TJ doesn't like quitters. I don't like quitters. I I'm think so TJ, unhappy. I don't think TJ likes fessy. I think TJ genuinely does not like quitters. However, fessy, I think for them, brings in such a viewership. And be, he is so, he is controversial the way Devin used to be. And the way that like people would watch the show just to hate on him. Like that's the kind of thing that MTV, I think it's the worth the money. I think it's a money thing. I think it's a money I don't grab. think him and Devin are in the same category though. Because like. No, no, no. I'm just thinking. Devin's controversy would... is like, oh, he's a snake. Oh. Fessy's controversy is like, he genuinely hurts my Maybe. eyeballs to watch in this game. Like he is a disgrace to the challenge. And I'm sick of he it. He is a disgrace to the challenge that is 100 factual that is 100 speaking factual. of fessy some tea that got spilled you'll enjoy this too much oh, i, I almost don't want to tell you but some tea that got spilled in the promo episode um tory's having a conversation with i think it was Corey lay the 12 dates of christmas guy he seems dead, pretty cool that. Um, not the show though i can't with the show name but so yeah right so he's having a little like tea sesh with tory or whatever and tory was like talking about like how she feels like lighter this season whatever because she got out of like such a long relationship and she just like feels at a different point in her life and then she just goes yeah after last season me and fessy like me and fessy hooked up in turks and caicos <laughs> she just drops it and then they like she did, confirms that 
Yeah, they did some like confessionals about it, whatever. Tori was like, I mean, you all saw it. It was on the reunion show. It was all over social media. I might as well just spill it, whatever. But um, according to Tori, it was not good and she will not be going back for seconds. So, <laughs> tea. So I've never been the biggest fan of Tori. Um, Tori is someone that has rubbed me the wrong way since literally, I think, the second season she was on. Tori is my girl. So we I disagree know. strongly there. Yeah, we do. It's not that I hate her by any means. I just... She doesn't do it for me. She just doesn't do it for me. And the vibes are just not all good, but I want to be Tori's BFF. So you do you. Well, see, I want to be Anissa's BFF. So maybe it would work. Maybe it would work out. Uh, Well, we're best friends too. So that- Does that make me Anissa and you Tori? Or does that make you Tori and me Anissa? No, it does. Because if I want to be friends with Tori and I'm friends with you and you want to be friends with Anissa and you're friends with- That makes me Anissa and you Tori. Sucks to suck. Sorry. Stop it. I don't like that comparison. Anyway, moving on. I forget what I was talking about, but yeah, Tori never really did it for me, but that makes me like her a lot more. I love that for her. I'm I'm sad she succumbed to that. I'm sad they hooked up, especially you knew how that final ended. He's handsome though. Oh, no, I know. No, I know. But that was after the, it wasn't necessarily when the final had aired, but Oh my, like, oh my God, you knew how that ended. You knew Absolutely. he acted like that. Yeah. And, or maybe she didn't, I guess maybe because she hadn't seen it. She didn't know how bad it was. I mean, I if she had seen it, maybe she just wanted the thing that was the most opposite of Jordan possible, which is a giant loser. So she went I mean, for Fessy, right? Touché. Touché. <laughs> there you go. There's that. That's that. Um, yeah, no. So we are definitely not excited to see Fessy. Honestly, I'm getting a little sick and tired of seeing Anissa. I know. It's been, it's been too, like, I love her and I would love for her to keep hosting the podcast and like keeping involved yep. the way Devin Simone is. But Another she's season like, of All-Stars? Absolutely. Yeah. She's not doing so hot with these 22-year-old, too hot to handle Love Island kids. It's yeah. not working. Um, so yeah, I think on All-Stars, like she obviously was awesome because everybody else also had arthritis, but. <laughs> it's just, it's getting to, it's just sad. It's like. I feel, I low-key feel, like I know he won, but like I'm starting to feel a similar way about CT. Like, buddy, no, it's it's time no. to start at least thinking about it. At least thinking about oh, it. Oh, yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, I think CT, I mean, I love CT. I've always loved, since I started watching the challenge, I've always loved Johnny and I've always loved CT as for male vets that are consistently on the show and I don't know CT just for me he's a very different person than he was that's one thing he's at least grown though too like he plays a different game now than he did back when he was on you know the or well he actually wasn't I don't think on the gauntlet but or no yeah he was on the duel when he wanted to smash Adam's head and eat it yeah like he plays his game a very different way nowadays and so it is interesting to watch him evolve as a player but I do think his time is coming no, no, he's nowhere near, I think, on Anissa's level, but he is getting up there. I think he is another maybe one, two seasons in him before I'm getting to the point where I'm like, and that might change after this season too. Like he might have yeah. this one and then one more and then call it a day. I think if we need a real world alum, Boston boy replacement, someone call Johnny Riley. Somebody call Johnny I Riley. I miss Johnny Riley. <laughs> Snaps for that. So I'm what season? Of, I just rewatched the season in which he is partnered with eight. No, so it must have been X's. X's two, yeah. Yeah. I just was that X's two? Yeah. Or was it Rivals Three? Mm. I just rewatched both, so I don't know. No, it was X's two. It was X's two. Who was his partner in Rivals Three? I don't know. Pause for a quick Google moment. Pause for a quick Google moment. You know. We don't say that as much as I think we thought we were going to. 
that kid that mostly because so, i tell them i usually have that. it up in front of me so Ta- i don't know when we first had the general concept of having a podcast together no, we were like log. we were like blogging in my car yeah about one direction or some nonsense and we just every time we didn't have a fact we needed emily would go pause for a quick google moment and we were like that would be our catchphrase if we had a podcast and here we are and we have said it like twice because i usually have my second monitor stocked but i'm slacking today i didn't expect that to come up actually no yeah um sorry i'm still struggling to find it Find me Johnny Riley's partner. Was he even on X's three or Rivals Three? I'm pretty sure he was. Okay. And he was part of with I don't know, because he was mean to like every girl that's ever been on the show. So Yeah, this is absolutely one hundred percent true. Um, <laughs> but like I'm in a fun way. See- I like Johnny Riley. See, Johnny Riley, he was friends with he was allies and friends with Johnny Bananas. And that was that. It like it simply that's exactly how he turned into the person he ended up being. Well, it was him and Jordan also fed off of each other in that way. But Johnny was like that in Portland. So Johnny's just like that. Well, yeah, he was. Oh, so I guess he wasn't. He wasn't on Rebel 3. No, he was. And it was with, I I guess it was with Avery. Because he, Johnny, uh, yeah, it must have been. I know my stuff. Because she's not in Nexus 2. Damn, you really do. That was, wow. Wow. Thanks, I try. Oh, no. Yes, it was. Sorry. Wrong. I, I was wrong again. I, you were wrong the first time, but I was just wrong now. He was partners with Avery. Okay. Good stuff. Speaking um, of exes and weird partnerships, I guess, um, this is some also tea from the promo episode. Um, Nelson and Ashley um, have been going at it, apparently. Um, like fighting or having sex? Having sex. Um yeah, so both of them were like, there's been some kissing involved, some whatever. So that'll be fun to watch play out because Nelson was also like high key hitting on Michelle, which was amusing. And then Corey burst in and he was like, yo, Nolly, what are you doing, bro? Um, <laughs> not up? Corey. I'm excited. Okay, that is one person I forgot to mention. I'm excited to see Corey. I love him. I love I love watching. We hated Corey for a long time over here. We were Corey haters for a hot minute. Because he then- was annoying. He was. He was so annoying. He was but so annoying. We changed our Team minds. Young Buck, shut up. No, yeah. After Hunter, po- Corey post Hunter, chef's kiss. We love. Exactly. Um, but yeah. So I'm not excited very much to see Nisa. And then Nam, obviously. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I didn't love do Nam. I don't want to call him a vet, that is all, but I still love yeah. him. I like, mean, I, he was I adorable, want him here. But he he literally, in the, in the promo episode, they were like sitting down eating kebabs, like all the global agents or whatever. And he's like sitting across from Gabo. And he was like, bro, I have anxiety. I'm freaking out. I don't know what's going to happen. Because obviously they were confused because like the US people had like evacuated. And Gabo just goes, I'm just eating, bro. And Nam was like, these dudes have no idea what's coming. Like they have no idea. Because he was just yeah. freaking out. I was like, oh, Nam, having Lolo as a partner really broke you, buddy. Because he was <laughs> freaking out. Not the PTSD. But yeah, no, Nam's adorable. He's just, he was boring to me. So I'm hoping maybe this season will be better. I, okay, fine. Whatever. I'm fine. I'll give it a chance. I'll give him a chance. No Nam slander in this house. I know. Um, all right. For the rookies, I don't really know any of them. I that, literally That's don't exactly know my point them. is who are these people, which is what's exciting so, about it. Yeah. So I can't even, you know, start to even imagine who I don't like because I don't know any of them. They honestly, as far as like, I mean, there's a couple girls that kind of look like duds, not going to lie. Um, and one or two of these guys might get the JP treatment. 
um, which was being an absolute moron and calling out CT in a physical elimination, which then was stupid because CT ended up fighting him and Kyle at the same time. So Kyle pulled off the win or whatever. But yeah. I think at least one of these guys might end up with JP status. But And a couple of the girls look eh. Um, but a lot of them actually look, no, I'm not even going to say strong, but like, interesting because like sometimes okay. we get like really boring pretty people that also can't compete so i'm like what are you doing here like you have to be interesting and competitive to like last on the challenge yeah. so i think that's this is a better crop of international okay. rookies than we had on especially war of the worlds one um i feel like sometimes so yeah. too the international rookies are the rookies that are worth paying attention to like sometimes when you have like a um the season, uh, whichever season before, why can't I think of this season before Double Agents? War of the Worlds 2? Total Madness. Total Madness, thank you. I always forget the freaking name, but like Total Madness, we had a good number of rookies that were interesting and all of them happened to be from outside of the US. It was the people that were from the US, like that we that we didn't know, that we didn't care for. Yeah. So that's what I'm excited. Yeah, I am, there's, again, too many fucking rookies though. Still I'm too many rookies. <laughs> I'm excited for Survivor to be represented in a way that isn't Jay crying Jay. every five minutes. So I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to have something to say about that. Like, seriously, what, what was wrong with him? that, man? I understand that the bunker was apparently psychologically scarring, but dude, stop crying. Yeah. I also, too, like, he disappeared. He didn't seem like he was done, but he disappeared. I wonder if he'll get called back. I don't know. He probably didn't pass the psych eval. Dude was losing his marbles. True. But... I'm guessing there was a preview for the first episode after. Um, not really. It was like an extension to the super trailer kind of, but it was I like see. sort of the same shots rearranged. So not that much new, um, except for like extended reveals that Amber B was definitely in the house, mm-hmm. um, which should be interesting to figure out when and why. Um, Hopefully, I hope it's later down the line. It, it, I'm not going to lie. The house looks pretty packed. But there is so many people that, yeah, it could be halfway through the season. Um, yeah. We also have no idea how this game is arranged. I, Apparently my, there's no skulls, though. I'm a little nervous because there's also a shot in the super trailer of Anissa with, like, a shoulder injury or whatever. So, I'm like, it could be Anissa. But um, Damn. you never know. You never know. Yeah, I'm, yeah, no skull imagery in the house. No skull imagery in the trailer. So, I'm thinking no skulls. That's what, And it's been rumored for a while. Which is so. chef's kiss because I want to see people not wanting to go into elimination i want to see every single week two teams are pissed i'm sick and tired of this one team is in there for funsies and the other team is like well if it goes well i got my skull like i want i want people to be pissed yep all right. Well, I'm excited. Not very high hopes for this season, but also doesn't look like it's going to be the worst. For once, I have higher hopes than you. I think you do. It's as cynical way. as I've been post Dirty Thirty. I think this one. I mean, I think I kind of said this for Double Agents too, and then I wanted to die. But <laughs> I, I th- honestly think No Skulls is going to be the difference. I think that's going to be the difference. I hope so. Maybe we'll oh. get extra lucky. Maybe it'll be like uh, maybe it'll be like Christmas and last team placing um, in the daily. Last place we'll team goes in. Goes oh, in daily elimination. I'll cry. I'll cry. We I will know. open this podcast on Wednesday evening. If that is the format of the game, this podcast will open on Wednesday evening with me just screaming. So Wednesday, if that's what happens, turn your volume down when you listen to this podcast. <laughs> no headphones. No headphones. <laughs> all right. Well, we will see you all 
on Wednesday or shortly thereafter um, for the first episode of Spy at Lies, Spies, Lies, Spies, and Allies. Allies. That's going to be the worst thing to repeat all season. Oh my God. I have to go re-download the Anchor app on my iPad real quick because it's been so long since we podcasted. All right. Well, see you losers on Wednesday. Enjoy watching the first episode of the challenge Wednesday, 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Eastern on MTV. I'm Emily. And I'm Lindsay. Hopefully we'll see you on Wednesday.